When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 600 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. 600, guys. We did it. Way to go. We did it. They said 550, it's over. No, we 50 more. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always and on occasion and today. By two industry leaders, Ben Funky Askren, back from his tournament, and Stephen Kyle Brackey. Um, oh yeah, Ben, how was? Well, you What's you up? you abandoned us yesterday, and that was sad. We the show yeah. went on. What's going on? Where were you? Well, so, you know what, Max Max decided to push through and drive drive late into the night, and so I almost decided to come on tomorrow yesterday morning because we did get home at like three a.m. But then I'm like, dude, I feel like crap. I'm gonna be terrible on on the radio, so I, I did not come on. Um, we had a pretty good weekend. Uh, we we wrestled. So there's two days of individual tournaments, two days of duels. We took a f- two 15U teams and a 12U team. Um, we had a good time. Nice, nice. I heard you got yeah. beat by some West Virginia teams. Woo-wee! Wait, only one. And we, uh, yeah, you know, one of the things that we, we do, um, <laughs> only our club kids. So we were forfeited a couple ways. So, yes, we did lose. To, but I think we lost 36-34 to West Virginia. The entire state. It probably. I think it was uh, like a team West Virginia thing. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, they're all star, all star teams. Yeah. So no, it was it was, uh, it was good. New Way runs really good tournaments. So um, man, it, it was smooth. I could not believe. I mean, if we're going to talk about social commentary, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, dude, it was like pre pre Corona stuff. It was crazy. What What do you mean? It's just it was open? packed. Like there were people everywhere. There were literally you drive like down this like main strip because there's mountains and mm-hmm. there's like a billion people and you're like, what is going on right now? Yeah, Gatlinburg. That's uh, that's where uh, a young Katie and Christian Piles honeymooned after they were really. Yeah, we we had no money. So Good up in the money uh, up uh, up in the mountains or what? Yeah, nice. It was fun. Yeah, it was cool. It's a cool place. Uh. Is that where Dollywood is? It's near there. Uh, okay. It's it's not yeah. like um, I've been to Dolly World. I think it's up the road. I think it's up the road. I think it's in one of the other towns. Yeah, Sevierville. Mm-hmm. That's where Dolly Parton's from. She was like born in Sevierville, Tennessee. Um, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Where does it say? It's temporary. Pigeon Forge. That's Pigeon right. Forge. Yeah, Gatlinburg yeah, yeah. and Pigeon Forge are right next to each other. And then Sevierville is not far. Beautiful. I know a lot about Tennessee, apparently. <laughs> Well, you're from Virginia. That's like a, a budding Tennessee, I believe. Yes. Some, some way, shape, form. A budding Tennessee? Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Like, we look up to Tennessee? <laughs> no. Tennessee marvels at Virginia. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, glad glad you're back. Um, that, that was quite a And I got to watch a lot. You know what? You know what, though? I got to watch a lot of wrestling because we didn't have to wrestle because we didn't bring the, the younger teams because uh, we don't do those ages. Uh, we didn't have wrestling in the morning ever, so I got to watch a bunch of Henry Duglane stuff. I got to watch a bunch of Big Ten duels. Um, I got to watch quite a bit of wrestling, so that, that was really good also. 
Well, I would like uh, I would like your thoughts on 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 the DeGlame, particularly a, a focus of our conversation yesterday was about Soriano and fifty seven, uh, and basically Soriano looked good, didn't he? Yeah, he He's looks really like good. It looks like him and Spencer and Dayton to me are the three for fifty seven. But I'm curious yeah. if you're if you're ready to pare down your list or if you you still think it's a mega group of of guys that can make. Um, yeah, I mean, Gil- Gilman obviously has been, um, I don't want to say a number one guy, but he's been one of the kind of top guys we've been considering. Um, but he really blew the match. I mean, really, he was winning very clearly against, I don't remember the foreigner's name, but uh, Suriano ended up beating him up uh, after that. Um, so I would have liked to see Gilman versus Suriano, but Gilman blew it. Uh, yeah, Suriano, you know, for a while we said that the group of three was fixed, Lee and Gilman, Suriano absolutely has to be in that group now. He's really, really good. Uh, he could definitely make the team at 57. It wouldn't shock me at all. I think um, it looks like, and it, it could be just a, a beneficial thing. It looks like he's like more comfortable in freestyle. Look for a while last year, like he didn't really want to pull the trigger on some things, and now that doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, you know, he lost the one match to Gross when he pulled the trigger and he lost. And I think, I think when you're so good defensively, you can kind of fall into that trap, right, of, well, yeah. I don't really need to take a lot of risks because no one can score on me. And then, you know, Vito Ruja takes you down and you lose um, because you yep. everyone can be scored on at some point. So, yeah, um, yeah. any other thoughts? What Assess? You know what this is? I was most annoyed about, Christian? Um, this is not a ranking series tournament for points. Why would these dudes just not wrestle in the finals? Because did didn't Kyle Dake and um, – uh, Kyle Snyder not get matches in the finals. Snyder had a finals match. He didn't have his semifinal match because Sharifa forfeited to him. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, and Dake didn't have a finals match. Correct. But he mm, that was so annoying. He ended a man's life the round before, and I think he terrified the entire arena, and then no one wanted to wrestle him. <laughs> that was freaking awesome. That was so cool. It was epic. Uh, I don't know how he decided to do that, but it was it was tremendous. Uh, Yanni looked pretty good. James Green looked pretty good. I mean, overall, kind of America looked really solid. Um, can we please just have you just tell UWW that Flo is going to do the bracketing for and and all the information for like the rest of history? Because you mean like I don't know who made that. That website was terrible. Like oh. I could not find. It was so hard to find results on that website. It was really frustrating. Um, so, like, can you guys just do it forever now? Well, we'd be happy to. I don't know if it's that simple, okay. and I think the tournaments get to decide. But yeah, hopefully, uh, as we now are the our partners with UW, we could get more involved in the bracketing and arena. Makes everyone's lives a lot easier, including us, because yeah. when stuff's not on arena, archiving the matches is a, a tremendous pain in the neck uh, for yeah. the content team to bear. So yes, hopefully one day. I agree that I thought Yanni looked looked fantastic and. Team USA in general, I thought the team we sent yeah. was, was looked really strong. Would have loved to have seen uh, David and Zahid in the, that 86 bracket, but obviously mm-hmm. uh, David fortunately prioritized uh, wrestling Jordan Burroughs Wednesday, which was awesome. We haven't really got to talk about that. I know, I'm sure you talked at length on Thursday about it. Um, yeah, me and Brady, but I haven't talked to you guys. What do you? What you guys? What was your guys' takeaways? Oh, takeaways. Um, well, one, I, I thought the I'm curious if you guys dabbled into the Criteria Wars, which which were, which um, were waged. 
Really? We didn't get into it, but there was that one awesome stat. I believe I sent you, Christian. Yeah. Um, where <laughs> Jordan Burroughs has only lost to Americans by criteria. He's never actually lost by points, which I find to be uh, very interesting. He's lost, he's lost four matches to Americans, all of which have been by criteria, none by points. Yeah. I thought that, you know, if they wrestled again, I think I'm, – I'm curious what would happen if they wrestled again. Like would – did Jordan – figure things out in the second period or was it David was like, I have four points. He's not going to take me down. I'm just seeding these. Like how would the second match go if they wrestled again? Uh, That would, that'd be a thing. I'd be curious. I mean, it's clear that it would be a a razor thin margin, right? I just don't think there's any scenario where either guy blows the other out um, because Jordan is, is so tough to take down. Even, I mean, David's a takedown artist, and he got the one, and it was a the one he got was weird because Jordan just kind of dropped, slipped, yeah. slipped kind of thing. So I, I mean, yeah, I would love to watch him wrestle again. I thought, yeah. thought they both looked good, uh, albeit reserved in the beginning, maybe a little. Mm-hmm. I won't say too respectful of each other, but uh, they definitely showed each other a lot of respect. But I thought it was awesome. It's a great match. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, so what what is the criteria? I mean, why does the criteria thing come up every time? Because it's, it's been just like the same thing for many years. It hasn't really changed at any point. Um, I would not say I, I love criteria, but I would say I'm like, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm okay with it. It's the way it's it's been. It's probably going to be for many years. Um, it would be really nice if they had a different amount of points, and that's how you picked a winner. But um it's not unfair in any way, shape, or form to me. Everyone knows what the rules are. Yeah, same here. Um, I'm more cool yeah. with them. I actually support them. Uh, I think they're good, but um, yeah, that's that's the criteria mm-hmm. talk. So, okay, a couple things. There's, there's stuff going on here. Um, one, Ben, I don't know if you recall. But when we're talking about Peyton, lost, yeah. Peyton Rob. I do, yeah. Roll the clip. Well, they roll him. Roll no, the clip. They roll him. it. No, hold on. This, uh, this one's going to be relatively close. I think Marinelli's going to win, but I think Rob's going to be able to keep it competitive. Okay. I think it's going to be a beatdown, personally. Um, really? I think this could get like major territory. Dude, uh, listen. Uh, okay. We, let's make, let's make I, a bet. I think it's going to be it. within. Let's see. I say two points or less, and you guys say three points or more. Oh, right. all, day. Yeah. all day. All <laughs> day. Yeah, but that too short. All right, man. Thirty push-ups. Okay. Deal. Peyton Rob, don't let me down. He lets you down. Peyton Rob did not let me down. The officials let me down because that was so clearly a takedown right off the bat. It was so. It wasn't even close. It was just a takedown. I thought it was a takedown the too. First, um, it was obvious. But yeah. it's still a four-point. Even if you give him that, it's four-point win. No, because maybe he rides him for a while. You don't know he doesn't ride him, Brecky. He can I ride him for a while. Yeah, I don't think yeah, he does Yeah, maybe that. he throws in a power half and pins him <laughs> while we're while we're living <laughs> in fantasy land. <laughs> you never know. No, that I think, first takedown, I think it no, could have had a yes, reverse was, effect. It could have been a classic, no, oh, I, you took me down, and, and then the bull's like, I have to make an example of you for your audacity. Well, that's not... That's what the bull did, but he just he didn't have to give up the points because the ref cheated him. Um, yeah, I was wrong. It, it was a beatdown, but he did have that first takedown, and the ref. I don't know how in the hell they didn't give him the points. He was like all the way behind him. Uh, Marinelli's hands were on the mat. That was weird. That was really weird to me. 
I did think that was strange. Did you have any other thoughts on the uh, Iowa-Nebraska duel? Nebraska did not look good. I will look, I will look good. Um, it, it was kind of just an all-around beatdown. There was uh, I don't know that there was too much positive for, for Nebraska in the whole duel. Um, you know, they got beat up at 25-33. Chad Red looked okay. Brock Hardy looked okay. Um, who's at 57? I don't remember. Licking. He got beat up. Killed licking. Yeah, he, yeah. he got he got licked. Um, Peyton Robb got beat up, unfortunately. Um, Labriola looked pretty good, but it was against their backup. And and I thought Kennedy actually looked really good also. Yeah, we Sad he won't be too. in an NCAA championship until 2023. Um, for God's sakes. Um, let's see. Labriola, um, Venz. I'm sorry, Venz and Browns. Vince looked terrible. He looked terrible. Rance kicked his butt. Bad. Really bad. It was a butt kick. It wasn't even close. (laughs) It was so bad. As Mako would say, I kicked him right in the ass. Yeah. Steve. Steve, that is. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Mako. Um, Well, Ben, are you in a trance right now? What? (laughs) You look entranced. (laughs) No. Oh, that was an MK Ultra yeah, glitch. I honestly was thinking that's an MK Ultra glitch. Was, MK was, Ultra. You guys yeah. know about that? Are you allowed to talk about that on radio? Probably uh, I mean, not. We'll probably get shut down yeah, here in a gonna, second. But someone's going to rush in the <laughs> HQ and take us out. But uh, we it's, always it's, had the last. It's been admitted. Yeah, everyone knows. It's it's right. Yeah, I thought. Okay. I thought Chad Red. It was interesting. He got the first takedown, but then. He basically kept shooting, which I find admirable. But it's also so dangerous when you shoot on. Jay Nyman. Uh, but yeah, he took him down exactly how you got to take him down. But I thought Jaden looked fine. I thought actually Max Murin was as impressive as anyone um, for, for Iowa. I thought he looked, I thought the Hardy, I thought Hardy well, actually did look just, pretty. It was just three to two until like the last 30 seconds, 20 seconds, right? Maybe I'm misremembering. I think but, I remember that. But I, I, thought, I thought Murin looked <laughs> particularly good there against Hardy, who is going to be good, who is good right now as we speak. I thought I thought Murin looked like Murin, where you know he he is really uh, not all that active and gets the one takedown, and then I, I believe he got one at the very end. Um, that's how, that's how I remember. At least it's been four days now. Um, and Brock Hardy, like he had a good win over Michael Blockus, but at the same time, that's we've seen one. We haven't seen a lot of good mm-hmm. performances from him. So um I think jury jury's out on Brock Hardy for sure. I uh I wouldn't worry too much if you're a Nebraska fan. No. I mean they they got beat eight matches to two against Iowa last year and then uh we're sure. second to Big Tens. Yes. So would not worry too much. They're gonna be good. Uh speaking of Iowa, the Hawkeyes will wrestle Minnesota on Friday, the Golfers. Oh yeah. Uh, Gable versus Big Tone. That's a tough one for uh for Cassiope there, Bracky. It is, and uh, Ben, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, we have this clip here from the Iowa Wrestling Twitter. Tom Brands uh, with some interesting comments. I, I oh, for a lot sure. of reasons about uh, Cassiope Gable. Talking about opportunity, obviously you got Tony Cassiope going up against number one ranked heavyweight. What's what does he have to do to, to close that gap there, and how, how good is it for him to get this match early in the season? Yeah, it's important. It's the next match on this schedule and that's why it's the most important match for everybody really but nothing to lose he has nothing to lose and you know i don't know 
when we're going to step up and compete with this guy. Um, but I would definitely be in the minority of the wrestling community when I say that we can go with this guy. I've said it before. I'll keep saying it. I believe in our guy. Um, but he's going to have to do some things that are, you know, ballsy. And that's just how you're going to turn the tables here. I can tell you, and I really don't want to get into this too much detail, but I can tell you that Gable Stevenson is probably one of the most vilified um, wrestlers out there. Uh, but what I will say is if he was on your team, you would love him. And I don't need to defend him. I'm not his coach. He's not in my program. But it's a tall task when you go up against somebody like that. When they're trying to beat you as bad as they can beat you in front of a live television audience, you got to step up. And does that put pressure on Tony Cassiope? I hope so. I hope so. Are we up for it? Without speaking for him, you know, I'm, I'm, I believe in our guy. That's awesome. So I think some of the interesting things is something that we've been kind of talking about a little bit this year is like Gable is is out there. He's not just trying to win, but he is he is looking to embarrass and blood. destroy. He wants blood. He's teching dudes. He's working hard for techs when it really doesn't have big impact on the dual meet. And um, I think he, uh, Coach Brand's He wants right. a hot trophy, Christian. He does. He does. And also, he talks like he's going to be done with wrestling at any point now, like after this year, uh, which I hope is not true and don't really think is true, but you never know. Uh, so, yeah, I think he does want to get the Hodge Trophy. And I think, you know, Coach, it was interesting that Coach Brands also, I think, rightly identified that he's like one of the most vilified college wrestlers. Um, him him, and DeSanto would have to be the, mm-hmm. the top two by <laughs> far. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I thought that was people really not like Gable that much. I mean, I guess I don't dislike him at all. So maybe it's just I don't feel that. I don't feel like kids in my club dislike him because I generally get a feel from them on it's kids not, they like or dislike. It's uh, it's not kids that dislike Gable. Yes, it's uh, it's uh, the yeah, yeah, it's the parents. It's the older older generation that do not like Gable Stevenson. Yeah, wow. They don't like. They okay. don't like the. I remember his first match when he did the feet thing with Derek White. With Derek oh, yeah. White, they didn't like that. They don't mm-hmm. like uh, the showboat, and they don't like the. Uh, he can be a little physical, maybe a little, little extra. Yeah. They don't like that. He's a um, face musher. He's a shover. He's always tried to embarrass people. Yeah, and, it's nothing new. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I like it. I enjoy it. But uh, yeah. a lot of people do not. Yeah. Um. Do you guys really think he could beat Cassio? Because I, I just mean, watched Cassio be had a, have a very. You do mean? Do I'm sorry. Think, I'm yeah. sorry. Correct. Um, I watched Cassio be have a really, really competitive match with uh, Christian Lance. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be competitive. I don't know what you guys think. Tom Brand's a little biased. Well, he, he obviously is. Um, yeah, absolutely not. I don't think there's a scenario where he could beat Gable. I mean, he's, he just doesn't match up well. He doesn't attack. They wrestled, yeah, they wrestled like three times, and he hasn't scored a takedown or even come. I don't even think he's touched a leg. And and Cassiope yeah. doesn't. I mean, maybe he's got it in him, but he does not attack enough. 
right? You've got to no. – how many how many takedowns does it, do you need to beat Gable unless you're Anthony Kassar, right? He's done well, it. Well, actually, I, yeah, I would say the opposite. I would say if you're going to beat Gable, it is going to be a low-scoring match. Um, and because if you attack, he regardless of weight, he has some of the best uh, – down block go behind the best reattacks of, of anyone in college mm-hmm. wrestling right now. Um and so, you know, I think Kassar actually probably wrote the, obviously wrote the book, but if, if I had to have a game plan for how I'm going to beat Gable Stevenson, I'm going to look at what Anthony Kassar did. And it's going to be tough because I know Gable is distinctly different than he was then. He is distinctly different. I think you got to get him tired somehow also. I mean, that's he got tired in the Kassar semifinal match. Um, yep. It's going to have to be something like that. And But you got to get him tired, but you can't attack a lot, to your point. Ben, maybe you're right. I say he's got to attack a lot. Maybe that's foolish. But I feel like when Cassiope goes, his attacks are really strong and like pretty safe. Yeah. So, but we're talking about Gable, so it's kind of a different, they've different story. Ru- they've wrestled a lot, you know, yeah. going back to high school. So I think he just knows he has to be very careful against Gable because we've seen him in freestyle get teched in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By, and obviously that can't happen in folk style, but he can get taken down very quickly and it feels like every time gable goes against him he scores yeah like anytime I, he really mm-hmm. wants to go he scores i feel like that's gable's thing is like when he attacks he's just so high percentage there i i think it's a big opportunity for gable to really stand up so it's it's one thing to tech christian lance and to, and to beat on the guys but if he comes out and puts up major points against Cassiope, which he didn't do last year, last year the duel yeah. was actually was within a takedown late because I think Gable got like a penalty point or it something. It was atrocious. It was a bad penalty point. It was seven five. It was so bad. They 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 have a like I said they have a history. They get chippy with each other. They yeah. have for a long time, and they both kind of clubbed hard. They called Gable for it, and then the last thirty seconds of the match, Cassiope headbutted Gable a bunch and they didn't do a thing. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then Gable blast doubled him. And he did do that. So yeah, I think I think um he got five points. Penalty. It was a penalty in four escapes. Okay. Yeah, penalty in four escapes. He's literally only scored it was nine four at Big Tens. Remember Gable had the clip I'm gonna take he wanted to go neutral. He said oh. I'm gonna take him down. He took him down. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So that that's gonna be a good duel because we'll have Brayton Lee versus Caleb Young, um, the emerging Andrew Bubba Sparks for for Minnesota. He's he's been looking really good for them. He beat Jake Tucker. Obviously, Alex Marinelli's another uh, is a different kind of test. I'm sure that Ben thinks Sparks is probably gonna keep it really really close within a point, <laughs> and we can bet, and he can owe us more push ups. He ben, won't he won't gas. Was, Sparks he, will not. Well, gas. Will Sparks not gas. did beat Rob. Sparks did beat Rob, so there's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance, so maybe you will. So I guess you gotta be really feeling good. It's like maybe sparks by two <laughs> here. Mm-hmm. You just like Peyton Rob because he you probably watched him wrestle all through high school, right? Guys, listen. I looked up his wrestle stat last year. He lost every match by one point. <laughs> That's it, really it was not insane. It was not insane for me to think that. You get against even including Hayden Hydley. And who knows? He gets that first takedown, the ref doesn't cheat him, maybe he rides him out for uh, the whole period. You never know. <laughs> Ben, how is Operation um, I don't know Compete Again going? How's your How's your fitness? How's uh, How's that looking? Me? Yeah. Uh, good. I mean, I took I took the weekend off. I was in Gatlinburg. I did one day. I felt feeling so lazy. I'm like, I gotta run, 
and I, I went out running for the first time since my surgery. Dude, these mountains are like this. It was oh, terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you <laughs> picked a bad time. To, you picked a bad good. time for your I return to find, cardio. I couldn't find anything flat. I, I couldn't find anything flat. It was awful. Yeah, the Smoky just, Mountains oh. t- tend to be mountainous uh, in my yeah. experience. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's at, least, at least you're able to get that going. Mm-hmm. So Penn State paused their activities, but uh, so they weren't able to duel Rutgers. But sounds like Michigan State is going to be on. They're going to wrestle Michigan State this week. That looks good to go. Um, rumors have begun to swirl about Kirkfleet being injured, being out for the year. It sounds like out for the year is not necessarily the reality that he could be back by Big Tens, but it, it seems clear there was an injury there. Where did so. this rumor start? Because I have not heard this rumor. It's uh, just on the internet, online. On world, the internet. Worldwide. Okay. Hey, was I discussing with you guys, you know how I, I have crazy plans that I said the Corona party thing. Um, did I discuss with you guys my other plan? You got me yelled at for that, by the way. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. I'm not going to bring it up yet. I'm not going to bring it up. I said it. It's done. You, you brought it up. I I yelled at well, it's too late for Corona parties. You can't have them now. Why not? Hey, you're correct. Well, because you, you if you if you, you oh, if yeah. you get Corona now in the Big Ten, you're out like 17 days, and then you got to do the yeah. heart testing, and who knows if yeah. you're back in time before Big Tens. Yeah, it's out. We don't we don't want to do that anymore. Okay, so here here's my new plan though. Um, I I almost feel like I was discussing. I said this to somebody. I hope it wasn't you guys. So I'm not repeating myself. But with the Penn State situation, it's three people. Um, three people get tested positive. You're out. Correct. Your team's done for like a week or two. Isn't that the rule? Something like that. I don't know exactly how they're doing it. Yes, there's something like that. A certain number. I believe that's how they're doing it. I would like February 15. I'm gonna cut like 80 percent of my team that's not starters and be like, you guys are cut from the team. They don't have to get tested or nothing, and they can go to like you could open open go to the RTC workouts, and then for only like. 12 to 14 guys have to get tested. What do you guys think about that plan? I mean, anything to keep the bubble smaller li- limits risk. I mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if there's variations of that happening, right? Where think it's so? like, what, well, I would think it's like one wrestler goes with, I, I mean, to me, it's like break up your practices, cut those in half, limit partners to like one to two different partners. You for, probably for shouldn't starter. have starters wrestling each other. Starters shouldn't wrestle each other. Because if one of them gets it, then they contact trace the other guy out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think they're those are the kind of decisions they they've gotta be looking at. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean you know, they, they, they you can join the team again on like March twenty four. Yeah. If we win NCAs, you still get the rings and all that. Thank you for your service. <laughs> your service now is to not yeah. get us sick. So Yeah, to not get us suspended. That's the main thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I could see that. That's that's not a bad idea. Will I get yelled at for that? It could happen. But Probably. I'm here for it. We all knew the risks when we brought on the funky one. It's fine. Um, I'm, I'm here for it. I will so, stand by my idea of being good. Both my ideas. I, I'm not against it. So let's think. Uh, Penn State, Michigan State, some of the more interesting matches. Will we see the debut of Robbie Howard versus Rayvon Foley? Um, Ooh, an interesting matchup because you know Robbie can get the legs. He's a he's a good leg attacker. Now I I have no idea where he is. Right, I have no idea if Robbie is like ready to really push for a high podium. Is he? 
I'm, I would be stunned if he's not NCAA qualifier level. Mm -hmm. I would be stunned if he's not a yeah. guy that can win matches at NCAAs. But is he a guy – we'll learn a lot against Rayvon Foley, right? Um, yeah. Tucker versus Joe Lee is interesting. Uh, Cam Caffey versus Michael Beard, a big test for Michael Beard because Michael, great leg attacks, can get in on everyone. Cam Caffey, one of the freakiest scramblers uh, this side of, of Ben Askren, we can say. Yeah. And um, I, I'm, I'm excited for – for that matchup as well. Um, those are probably the, that's the extent of it. Yeah. Oh, hey, we, 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 uh, ahead, Chase Saldate wrestled yes. for Michigan State um, and had a really close match with Brayton Lee. That's right. He looked, yeah, he oh, looks, yeah. he looks as advertised. So that could be interesting if Bergie, yeah. Um, so watch out for Chase Saldate. He was really highly ranked guy. He's a true freshman uh, out of California. Yeah, he's number number one, number two guy. Um, how many matches do you guys think Minnesota can win against Iowa? Is it one Gable? Is it you can have give Brayton two. a win? Um, who do you think, Brayton Gable? I think Brayton's a favorite over Caleb Young, and I mean Gable is almost a lock. So it's like between yeah. Brayton Lee. Although I don't know where else they're going to have an opportunity to win. Um, yeah. They're kind yeah. of down this year a little bit. No, not not gonna be Boo Dryden. Not gonna mm -hmm. be. Who's the forty-one for Minnesota? Mm, uh, Polanco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think so. Do probably, you probably Pat McKee's gonna beat Spencer? Do you remember Tom Brands after the Minnesota duel last year when he was talking about how bad DeSanto <laughs> beat Boo Dryden? He's like, he's gonna remember that the rest of his life or yeah. something like that. Yeah. What did he say? Look, yeah. <laughs> it's scarred. Yeah. We he need to find the, the doors exact... off of. Yeah, I'll find it. Find that quote because it was <laughs> it was a great quote and accurate. Um, yeah, Boo Dryden is, does not match up great against. Although he's he's doing, he he has looked better this he's, year. He's better, uh, but DeSanto is just not going to be a good matchup for him. Yes, ever, ever, ever. So that will mm -hmm. be an interesting duel. That is Friday. The Penn State duel is on Sunday, so we won't. Uh, you won't be split in your interest so that's good um what the heck else oh so um bad news not bad news oh. bad vibes from the london 2012 chiefs he's like being a, a debbie downer about the tokyo olympics going ahead mm -hmm. um he said if i was sitting in the shoes of the organizing committee in tokyo i'd be making plans for a cancellation and i'm sure they have plans for uh cancellation they've got another month or so before they need to make a call so that's uh, obviously. Wait, why are they gonna make a call in February, Christian? I have no idea. I mean, because I, I think he just made that up. Yeah, that doesn't make sense because last year Corona didn't even start till March in America, and I want to say they, they didn't make the call to push it back until May or there, June, maybe. I mean, yeah, it, it there's was no deadline to cancel something. You just cancel it when you have to cancel it. There's no like. I mean, yeah. it's what we talked about, like with. The Big Ten and football. It's like, why are you making this decision now? You don't need to. Yeah. Just wait. This yeah. guy's a dork. He yeah. probably is mad he's not involved in the Olympics, and he's just some bureaucrat, IOC nerd, and wants to be, wants to, wants to be a Debbie Downer. So, State, yeah. I, I, I feel good that it's going to happen. I mean, I think of the things on the wrestling calendar that are yet to come. It is the diciest of, of them all. Like, I feel great about NCAAs and, and trials for the Olympics in America. But, yeah, I mean, 
you know, you've got tens of thousands of athletes and hundreds of thousands of people from every nation almost coming to the place. That does feel risky during a global <laughs> pandemic. I'm not going to deny that. Well, but if you just cut it down to athletes and coaches, I got to assume the number is going to be uh, a small fraction of, you know, if you include everybody who would go to a traditional Olympics, you could always do that, right? Yeah, um, I, I would imagine that would drastically take it down like if you said no media which would make me sad because i'm supposed to go you said like no media other than <laughs> like you know nbc has to be there to like Couple, stream yeah. stream the events but yeah. beyond that i think i think that would be a uh, that's got to be something they're looking at right no yeah I, I don't see why you wouldn't and it, it seems like it would be relatively easy to have um some type of process by which athletes right they maybe maybe they all meet outside and and you know like in america we all met in san jose before we fly over from san francisco but you meet and there is a protocol where you go you know in a specific way you get in a bus you go right into the village you never even go into other parts of japan you know mm -hmm. and then you spend all your time with because there's everything you need in the village there's food there's restaurants there's uh, you get your hair cut, you go to the bathroom, right? You know what? It's yeah, all bathroom. good. You got bathrooms? What? Why don't you bathrooms? Get the heck out of here. <laughs> now I've heard everything, Ben. <laughs> What's next? Dr potable drinking water? What? They got food for you bad. guys, too? Man, I'm calling should... myself a convict. <laughs> that was bad. Poor funny. Almost as bad. Uh, listen, <laughs> I. I feel like you guys are, you're my close friends. Uh, you know, we've been through a lot together and I just wanted to reveal that part of myself. If you haven't heard, <laughs> I slipped up. I don't know what it happened. Maybe that was an MK ultra glitch of my own where I said I was a reformed convict, but I did say Definitely. that yesterday. So go back. You can go back and listen to that. It'll be, uh, yeah, it's, it's up. It's available worldwide on the internet. So yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a convicted felon despite the rumors that I started about myself. Um, okay, so I feel good about about the Olympics. But here, here's the thing: if I'm, uh, if this is a possibility, could this happen, Ben? Uh, where, what? where the UWW says, okay, the Olympics got canceled. We're gonna do a freaking our own Olympic thing. We're gonna because we have the qualifications, right? We can yep. host the qualifiers. We're gonna have this limited field. Um, and do it in wherever. We're somewhere in Europe where we can have it or America and have like sort of an Olympic simulation type of thing. Um, where, what do you yeah, think? Why, why couldn't they, Christian? They just did a tournament that big in France. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, listen, obviously the everyone gets excited about the rings and, and the added attention that the Olympians get. But I think there would be something cool about a, a narrowed down field. That is one of the things that does make the Olympics unique. Whereas, like anyone from any country can go, um, it'd be it'd be different. It'd be a differentiator. And I don't know. I think it would be maybe the UWW would say, "Hey, we're having our World Championships in in 2021. We we would just do that." But I think it would be a cool yeah. little like plot twist type of thing. That that was just something I thought about when I read that this morning. I was like, well, we could, we could kind of do something something like that with outside of. The IOC's involvement. Yeah, that's when they when they when I read this article yesterday, it it did did seem like the guy didn't have it was just his it was just his guess, right? He didn't have a whole bunch of facts or anything behind it. And to me, it's like 
uh, we're in a drastically different place than, than we were last year uh, because I don't want to say everything's running, but there's there's a lot of things that are running right now. Um, you know, NBA's running in their own towns, NFL. I think the even so the Packers get to have a whole bunch of fans for the NFC Championship game this weekend. Um, UFC has fans in the in the Fight Island for the first time, so it's like oh really stuff. People, oh yeah, they have I think up to two thousand fans on Fight Island. That's great, man. I really yeah. want these these events to start. I mean. I I mean I love that we're able to have wrestling events and that we get to commentate them. But man, it is just such a missing element of not having yeah, some is. fans. Even if there were like a hundred fans in this room, it, it would make such a difference. It would make a difference for the broadcast. It would make a, a difference for the wrestlers. I feel. Mm-hmm. Mizzou wrestling had fans. I don't know how many there were, but they they definitely had fans in in the crowd against um, who it was two weeks ago. I uh, watched. Uh, with the rest Central of Michigan. I mean, Central attendance Michigan. is yep, a real Central problem Michigan. right now, according to some wrestling people. It is? Yeah. Are people going off about fans? Well, Wade Chalice. Oh, no. Yeah. I haven't got to read this yet. <laughs> it's pretty what? bad. He's what like, did he say? He's complaining about attendance, saying that, like, because there's no fans there. Like he's oh no, he's saying that these coaches need to realize that this is why programs get cut is because attendance is low. <laughs> no, no wait, stop, Kyle. He yes, he did. This, yes, he this did. to me, oh. Bracky. I'm oh, glad you brought this up. Not. I'm, bra- oh, I'm glad stop. you brought this up because it is the final. We've always been wondering: Is Shallus trolling? Is he just <laughs> a straight genius trolling us? I now know that he That's is. Gotta be a troll. This is all. It's gotta he, be. He's just messing with us. He one time he lambasted. USA Wrestling because we were only bringing home a certain percentage of the uh, of the medals, but like what he would say is like so because Jordan Burroughs wins seventy four kilograms, he said we, well we only won twenty five percent of the medals when you can only win one medal. So he like had this cra- <laughs> he had this crazy math equation about how USA was doing. We only brought home five percent of the medals. We well, could only win one per weight. So that was like the first time we were like. He's just messing with us, right? But he seems serious. But this one, the attendance <laughs> one, the attendance one during a global pandemic when really, you're not really all... happened. Are you guys being serious? This happened. It happened. Read, Bracky, read, put, Bracky. Bracky, put it in the doc. Put it in the doc. Okay. I don't even believe you. Guys. Uh, let me just read Which this one? paragraph. Uh, Intermat this it's past real. week did 21 stories on dual meets and triangulars and listed the results on their homepage, but only two of the articles mentioned the number of fans that were in attendance. Iowa State ranked seventh in the country with a little over 1,100 spectators to watch the Cyclones defeat in-state Division Three powerhouse Wartburg, and North Carolina State ranked fifth in the country with 60 fans for a home match with another in-state rival, Appalachian State. Wake up, coaches! With two top 10 teams averaging less than 600 fans between them, one was wondering what the numbers were for the other 19 meets no. and didn't mention they had any fans at all. This is not real. This, this is not real. real. This is on the internet. No. I understand. Oh, I understand we're wait. in a pandemic, but I also know wrestling fans. If there's a match to be had, given everyone is itching to get out of their homes, and given that the institutions themselves have said that it's safe to wrestle or they wouldn't be allowed to compete, then it must be safe to watch too. But these like spectators and all mention of numbers happened last week as well in the year before that. This is exactly how programs get dropped. Ben, this is... (laughs) Come come on! (laughs) Where is this published? 
Where is on, this on wadechildsblogspot.com. I don't know. N- Hold on. New, New York it. Times. <laughs> oh, God. Ben, this is the guy oh. you couldn't catch. This is the guy. <laughs> the, he, well, he, he might defeated have cheated. You. He might have thrown. But there was rumor that him and Gene Mills were throwing some extra, you know, extra ad sauce on their records. Um, and we don't know that, that well, their, their numbers <laughs> are. These articles are, are uh, certainly give momentum to that uh that notion ben because it's just audacious oh, yeah wade Shallis, i haven't laughed that hard in a while i haven't laughed that hard in a while that was it was real what he really what thinks that hell? that was real yeah it was it was super wow. real i um i linked to the whole article ben yeah you, sh- you should uh don't read it now this- oh yeah sorry ben don't you read it we got well, hey i won't we read have- it i we have a we have a guest on. He's been waiting patiently, um, and we're ready ready to bring you on. Sorry, Johnny Ruggiano, Titan Mercury Wrestling Club, is here to talk about Captain's Cup. We got a little distracted uh, by some by some breaking attendance news there. Um, you do not have to weigh in on on the chalice math, but uh, we, we were getting a good laugh about that. So, Johnny, how you doing this morning? I'm doing good, Christian. Thanks, man. I I don't weigh in on things like that, but. Uh, <laughs> But I'm here to talk about business and talk about wrestling and uh, really talk about women's wrestling and Captain's Cup today. So thanks for having me on. Uh, good morning, everyone. It's good to see you guys. You all look sprightly. Obviously, no one's on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, it's always funny. Johnny uh, lives in California, and, uh, you know, he calls into these early radio shows where, by my math, it's 6.56 over there. So not that early. I mean, come on. You're, you're a teacher, right? <laughs> so you got to be up relatively early. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's but but when you when you when you do two full time things, you know, I uh, I didn't stop, I didn't stop uh, working on on Captain's Cup till about one a.m. So oh, uh, so I'm a little, you know, and, and there's not a coffee store like twenty miles. I live out in the country in a in kind of a nice, quiet little location. Uh, you know, my wife, family, and I, and and uh, <laughs> so so it's a it's a bit early, but uh, but I'm I mean. I'm always pumped and excited about talking about wrestling. So it's yeah. nice to be on a call with you guys. Heck yeah, man. So, okay. Um, Captain's Cup going down in February, but we've got the draft Saturday. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? What's going to be going on? What fans uh, have to look forward to? Yeah. So, um, so we're, I mean, we're excited to bring a draft. Uh, you know, obviously I know uh, Coach Steiner was on call um, uh, with Mark on the Bader show the other day. Great interview. Uh just talking everything about women's wrestling in general. And, and he kind of talked about the inception of this, this, uh, this concept. And it was great. Um, we, we were just, uh, in the midst of, uh, finishing up the RTC cup. Things were in full, uh, you know, flow at the time. And, uh, you know, I think you guys were still on the mic announcing some matches and, you know, um, Andy and I jumped on the call and we were really excited about the outcome from the RTC cup. And we said, you know, all right, let's, let's, let's look at what else we can do to help, you know, freestyle wrestling. We, uh, our main focus is trying to help support uh, men's and women's freestyle wrestling and getting them critical matches. Right. And so uh, we, uh, we jumped on a call with Terry and um, you know, um, like they say, great minds think alike. And I'm obviously talking about Andy and Terry. Right. Uh, So they, um, I think we all were thinking about the same idea. Let's, let's find an event. Let's make it happen. And Terry said, let's do a draft. And, you know, I jumped, I I mean, it's kind of like jumping out of your seat because I love doing drafts. We've done drafts before. We've, uh, we really enjoy it. 
Um, I think one of the best things about the draft is you get to know a lot of the personalities. We've got some really incredible stars in women's wrestling right now um, that if, if you haven't been exposed to it, um, you're going to get an opportunity to get to know their personality, get to know their mindsets, uh, their thought process in this draft. And so um, we got really, really excited about kind of formulating this concept, working on it and coming up with a, with a, good, um, with a good plan for it. So, um, so come Saturday, what we have is we've got six captains uh, who are going to go in and draft out six teams of, um, of the Olympic weights. All right. So our captains will be competing. So we have really 30 athletes who are going to be in the draft getting drafted and it's going to be a snake draft. Uh, and just, just so everyone knows our captains, our captains are going to be Tamara Mensa stock, uh, Jakar Winchester, Sarah Hildebrandt, Kayla Miracle, Victoria Francis and Jenna Burkert. And the way the selection process worked uh, in conjunction with USA wrestling on this was, uh, we, we, we were going with the wrestlers who had qualified the Olympic weight. Um, the women's wrestling team is so strong right now. We've, we've qualified every single weight for the Olympic games. It's a great advantage, um, you know, on a world stage right now is knowing that, you Heck know, yeah. we're stepping into Tokyo, you know, locked and ready to go. So, um, so what we did is we took the six captains and we put a preference on the first thing being that you've qualified the Olympic weight. And then the second thing being the accolades that you have as an international wrestler. So Tamara is a two-time world medalist, current world champion, arguably pound for pound, the best uh, yeah. women's wrestler in the world. Mm -hmm. I'll argue it. I love it. Um, and, and we've just got so many other great women wrestlers too. Uh, there's there's going to be a lot of opportunities for discussion and debate on that. Uh, then we follow up um, in the priority of the draft. We're going to follow up with Jakara, uh, also world champion. Uh, then world silver medalist Sarah, uh, Sarah Hildebrandt will get the third pick. Kayla Miracle, world team member, will get the uh, fourth, uh, followed up by um, Victoria Francis, who's also a world team member, former world team member multiple time, uh, fifth in the world. She'll get the fifth pick. And then also world team member Jenna Burker will get the uh, sixth pick. We're doing a snake draft, which means that all the women, if you get the first pick, it goes down to the sixth uh, individual who gets to pick. They get the second, uh, they'll get the first pick in the second round and we'll snake up and down and up and down. until we have all 60, I'm sorry, all 30 of our wrestlers um, chosen. Uh, one of the other things that we're doing in, in regards to the draft is that if there's a wrestler who's a national team member at that given Olympic weight, uh, those wrestlers will actually have an automatic position in the draft. They have to get drafted. Um, obviously, if you're a national team member, you're kind of already top of the food chain, so you're, uh, you're most likely going to get drafted anyways, but we guarantee to slot in there uh, for the women. It's kind of a neat situation, too. Um, what we're doing with, with this is that, um, and this is you know, just the genius of Coach Steiner, um, you know, um, and, and it's been so much fun, um, to work this event and kind of come up with the concepts and ideas with, with our, uh, team USA coaches. Um, this is going to be aligned with camp. So the women will be in camp. Uh, we'll also have a lot of coaches, you know, um, some other, you know, very important individuals in women's wrestling will be, um, will be there at the actual event, um, because it's aligned with camp. Um, so we, um, so we'll have everybody there. So, you know, in essence, you know, the national team members are 
kind of need to be there. So the women who are um, going to be guaranteed uh, spots in the draft, who will be guaranteed drafted, uh, would be Whitney Conder, uh, Amy Fernside, Catherine Shy, Mallory Velty, who Mallory Velty uh, is, a, is a world bronze medalist, uh, Alex Glaude, uh, who is an age division world bronze medalist, uh, Precious Bell and Hannah Gladden. And all of these women have, you know, really wonderful uh, accolades. But I got to tell you, one of the things I think is really cool about this draft, uh, before I just jump into some Q&A from you guys and, you know, answering questions and talk about whatever you guys want to talk. You got me for, you know, for a few minutes here. Um, but uh, one of the things I think is really excited about this is that we have the current stars, but we actually have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of future stars of women's wrestling in here, all the way from, you know, big wrestling uh, favorite uh, seems today, Kennedy Blades. Uh, you know, you've got women like Macy Kilty, Emma Brontel, uh, you know, um, some studs like, uh, you know, Jen Page, uh, Lauren Louise. There's, I mean, it's kind of a who's who in this draft. And, um, you know, we, we, we set up this opportunity of allowing this really being focused on women's wrestling. <clears throat> and, you know, some of the women aren't, um, you know, might have a different type of type of a periodization schedule, you know, they're, they're planning on different ways. So it didn't necessarily work for their uh, time in preparation for the Olympic trials. Um, but when you look at this list and, you know, I think fans who are, are going to want to start doing their homework now, just like the captains are doing their homework of figuring out who they're going to draft, uh, you're going to find some really great wrestlers in this event. And, uh, and it's going to be just a ton of fun. And we're going to learn a lot about women's wrestling um, which, you know, in my, in my humble opinion, I think is, is a product that sells itself. You know, we see, um, we see some great women's wrestling matches in these cards as of recently on these flow cards, uh, that have been amazing, you know, um, from TRI keys, uh, toss of Amy Fernside, yeah. both, you know, two great Titan women, um, to, uh, you know, to that, you know, that, uh, legendary match, uh, you know, between Adeline and Tamara, you know, two of the world's best and Adeline, you know, the women's uh, best uh, U.S. wrestler of all time. So it's uh, it's it going to be a really wonderful, it's going to be a wonderful time for, uh, for, for this event. We're excited. Which weight class do you looks the, the most loaded? I, I, I have an opinion, but I'm curious what you think one looks the most like competitive. Yeah, I think 62s. Um, I think 62s, and it's, it's kind of like 62s is the 65s of men's wrestling, right? You have some rest there. I'd say 57 is pretty close too, but um, it's tough. I mean, I, there isn't like a, you know, a set weight class, that you can have, but uh, 62s, a lot of draft entries, and you have a lot of wrestlers in there uh, you know, that can, you know, can take out the other wrestler. Um, in, in a dual meet competition, which, you know, anyone who watched RTC cup, we're following those same rules. Right. Yeah. Um, and, um, and those rules are exciting and they keep you on your seat and, um, the whole time, I think 62, uh, looks really, really competitive, um, from the young up, up and coming wrestlers to the veteran wrestlers too. You know, you got wrestlers like there, uh, like Julia Salata and, um, not only, I mean, Julia Salata is a Renaissance woman. Let me just tell you that not only can she wrestle, she can announce, she can commentate, uh, you know, she's associated with Russell like a girl. She just does a lot. She's an amazing personality. Um, so 62 for me, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I'm really excited to see how the captains draft that, uh, that weight class out. Yeah, I think I, I completely agree. I thought 62 looked like the toughest, um, the toughest weight of, of all of them. So looking 
forward. We've got the draft is uh, coming this weekend. And then February 13th and 14th for the Captain's Cup uh, going down. Looking forward to that. Lot. Of course, both you can watch the draft and all action live on Flow Wrestling. Uh, excited for this one. Um, Johnny, before we let you go, any, any parting thoughts uh, about the Captain's Cup? No, I just, um, you know, it, it echoes what we said before. Wrestling's back. Um, USA is looking strong. We got to get stronger. Yeah. We're excited about uh, helping out and doing anything we can uh, to, to kind of, you know, move the needle. Love working with you guys. Uh, and we love working with USA Wrestling. And um, just um, happy to be a part of it. So uh, fans get ready for some great excitement um, and great matches come, um, you know, February 13th, 14th. Yeah, definitely. Johnny, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks for all your work with this. With RTC Cup was so fun. Um, awesome event. And we know this one's going to deliver as well. You guys do an awesome job, as you know. So um, thanks again. I'm sure we'll be in touch a lot over the next couple of weeks as we get mm-hmm. closer to Captain's Cup. So uh, thanks. And we'll probably talk to you <laughs> again sure. soon, Johnny. Sounds good, guys. Take care. All right. Thanks. See you, Johnny. All right. Johnny Ruggiano, Titan Mercury Wrestling Club. Once again, the draft coming this weekend and Friday, Saturday, February 13th and 14th for the Captain's Cup. So, Heck yeah. Your Valentine's Day are, is set. Just tell your wife, honey, we're watching the Captain's Cup. And she's going she's gonna to be all for it, I'm certain. Uh, okay. Moving on. Where do we want to go next? It's going to be a fun uh, weekend of, of college wrestling. We've got... Some, some good Big Ten duels. We already talked about Iowa-Minnesota. We'll see Penn State's debut. UVA versus Virginia Tech looks like a pretty salty duel. Um, and speaking of duels, Uh-oh. Stephen Kyle Brackey has oh. dropped the duel rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. why, why don't you, you get put it? the link in the doc? Jeez, how rude. Okay, well, he's going to throw it in. I'll throw it in there. All Brackey, right. you, t- you tee it up. You tee it up. Yeah, so these are for we did I did for the first time we did preseason dual rankings where we just took like stabs at the starting lineups we thought we were gonna see. And so this is I wanted to try to wait until everyone had rusted at least one duel, uh some uh cancellations and some teams pushing things back. Didn't make that a possibility, but I thought it was a good time to go ahead and, and put dual rankings out. And it's tough because, you know, my big thing last year was results, results, results. I don't care who's in the lineup. If the mat, if the duel happened, it happened. We're going to count the result. Not playing the what-if game. Well, with uh, you got Penn State, <laughs> who hasn't wrestled a duel yet, and then you have Missouri, who's wrestled seven. Um, it's tough. They mess so, around. Yeah. They're not. It's we, awesome. I'm, you would have loved it. It actually was best you weren't on the show yesterday because we were just all over Tiger style. It was a we love were talk- fest. It was a Tiger love style, fest. baby. Let's go. But they've, Let me, really, they've, been the, they've been on fire. They've been the story of the season so far, truly. I mean, they, they've been I the mean, most it, impressive, biggest surprise. I mean, we knew they were going to be good. We knew they were going to be tough. But, like, Alan Hart's yeah. a revelation. Yeah, they worked. Uh, you and I in Iowa State, they killed them both. I mean, it wasn't even slightly competitive. No. Yeah, and those are not those are good teams. Like Iowa State has a oh, really yeah. solid lineup, and you know the fight you're going to get with the, the Panthers. So yeah, Missouri is absolutely on fire. Yeah, so they they take a, a nice little jump. Um, I believe they started 11th, they're up to six, and I mean they have plenty of opportunity to go up even higher too. Um, Illinois is another big jumper. They started 21, they're all the way up to seven after the win over Ohio State, and that's where it kind of gets tough because it's like. Okay, you're balancing these big wins 
and trying to compare it to teams that might not have really good wins but have just loaded lineups. Mm-hmm. You know, eight, nine guys ranked or seven NCAA qualifiers. But um, I thought it was important to reward Illinois for not only the win over Ohio State, they beat Wisconsin, Indiana. They get a chance at a ranked win this weekend in Purdue. Um, I don't know. What's, anything that stood out to yeah. you guys? Um- well, I just want to call, I mean, I kind of like what you said, Bracky, and I liked how you did it last year, where it's like, if the duel happened, the duel happened, we're not going to whine and, and complain about who, you know, who missed or whatever, because in a dual ranking, that speaks to depth of team. And if you're mm-hmm. going to actually have a, some type of dual championship, you need depth of team because there's no guarantee that everyone's going to be in the lineup, if, you know, and especially in a year like this year, there's, still, mm-hmm. there's definitely no guarantee everyone's going to be in the lineup. So the depth of your roster for a dual meet championship matters a lot. And, um, you know, Mizzou, for example, like, you know, at 41, they have Hart and they have Edmund. There's a, there's a bunch of places where they have another guy who could go in there and fill in relatively well. Um, and if teams don't have that this year, they're going to, they're going to be taking quite a bit, of, quite a few L's. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to change that. I mean, I know guys are going to be missing duels with COVID and contact tracing and all that, but it is what it is. Um, it be what it be. Yeah, it be what it be. Uh, I just mean like uh, the teams that have only wrestled one duel or three. Like I'm comparing their lineup to other teams' lineups, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anything that stood out to you guys or surprising or questions. Well, uh, nope. Ohio State got crushed by losing to Illinois. They're back down at 15. Yeah. I, when you <clears throat> when you look at the teams ahead of them, they have either better or comparable lineups and then better dual wins yeah um mm-hmm. you know Pitt ha- already has wins over navy and lehigh uh i think they have one or two less ranked wrestlers but i went ahead and favored those wins where ohio state had a chance to get a win over a ranked team and didn't do it in illinois yeah. um purdue has like seven ranked wrestlers uh they started with a solid win over Northwestern. I knew Northwestern was mit- missing a bunch of guys, but so was Purdue. Yeah, they were. And they had yeah, guys step they're... up. They had true freshmen beating Jack Jessen. Hey, that kid is good. Yeah. What's his name? Who was Parkinson? Uh, Parkinson, yeah. I never heard of him before, but. It's yeah, like McCartney was, Parkinson? Gonna... It's a, it's a I've name. I've never, <laughs> never heard of him. Dude, <laughs> I he thought I heard like... everyone from this area. Yeah. He. Um, McCartney Parkinson. Classic McCartney Parkinson. He, he looks like a true freshman, too. He's like. He's almost like Keegan esque in, in terms of his like stature and build. He looks yeah. like a like a like a high school. He went to but he's uh, good. He went to Modern Day, which is I believe Lee, it's, Lee's high school. I believe it's Modern Die, according to the the, the announcer kept saying Modern Die. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, um, he's six Ohio three. Six three. Damn, <laughs> he's their small forward. Ohio, Ohio State's not very good this year. Uh, well, there you and, have it. They're actually a little better in duels than they are in tournament. But you think when you look at their tournament lineup, like who's going to place really high? Sammy Sasso, I think, is very mm-hmm. likely to place high. Um, yes, thank you. Besides him, but besides him, there's no one else that I'm like, okay, this guy's a lock for top three. There's not one other person. No, no, definitely not. I would have yep. Karchla. Karchla is a guy that I think would have been a top three or four guy yep. potentially. That, but he was in a really tough weight class as it stood. But regardless, I think he could have. But yeah, I mean, Heinzelman, no. Decatur, no. 41, apparently not. Um, Sasso, yes. 57, no way. 65, 
you know, Ethan Smith's a guy, I think he's flirted with the top five on occasion, but I'm not sure. And then he lost to, who beat him? Bronigle. Yep. Bronigle. Bronigles have been uh, assembling quite They're a... They're good. They, yeah, they, they beat a lot of really good wrestlers since like Corona on. Um, they're really hard. They're really hard workers too. I mean, they, they, it was. I don't know if it had anything to do with Corona, but I, I always felt like over the course of time, they were they were definitely going to get better, right? Because they just they they're grinders and guys who can keep that level of enthusiasm, yeah, uh, up through a college career. They're just going to get better and better and better. Yeah. So uh, Ethan Smith probably not. Caleb Romero, we like him. Um, I think he he looked good, right? Uh, yeah, won his match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then Rocky Jordan, you know, he's up and down. He got Robluski'd. And then 97, Chase Singletary needs to get in the lineup. Maybe he's a guy that could place. But, you know, right now he's he's the backup to Hoffman, potentially. Uh, and then, of course, Orndorfer, GTG, and heavyweight. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're, they should be better in duels than in tournament. Yes. Which yeah. is what makes the Illinois loss all the more alarming. Yeah, and when you... Um, Minnesota has the win over Michigan State. <clears throat> Ohio State has the win over Wisconsin. But when I looked at those teams in an, a dual setting, I favored Ohio State. Um, but they will, being in the Big Ten week in and week out, they are going to have every opportunity yeah. to move up. Um, Northern Colorado, we talked about it kind of before the season. They have seven former NCAA qualifiers in the lineup. Um, they get another big opportunity this weekend against Oklahoma State. Uh, Virginia quietly has seven guys ranked in the top 25. Wahoo. Um, that's a really, really salty lineup. And then, uh, Stanford with half of their lineup in the, in the top 25. And then guys like real woods and Shane Griffith who can probably compete to be in the NCAA finals. Absolutely. They can. I mean, they don't, they are getting um, their schedules soon. Hopefully it's out. Oh, it's out. I came out yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Sweet. Good. Cool. Hey, can you guys just put Peyton Mako, or sorry, uh, Keegan O'Toole in the lineup so you are in the rankings so you guys don't look ridiculous? Well, he will be if he wins his two it's matches lot, this weekend. Lot of, lot of him in there at like 24 or something just oh. so you don't look ridiculous. Listen, I, I, have, <laughs> I have thoughts because, one, we are oh. the owners, operators, and conductors of the Keegan O'Toole hype train, and we will be for oh, five, five years. Absolutely. <laughs> We've been talking about this guy. <laughs> Since since who's number one, you don't count because you coach him. We are this is a pro Keegan O'Toole podcast. We okay. thought he should have been the guy at fifty seven right along, mm -hmm. but whatever. We we will accept the decisions of Coach Smith. He certainly knows what he's doing. Now he needs to beat guys that are ranked. That is how you get ranked. You don't get ranked because you won who's number one or because you watch you and you're destroying everyone. You just have to beat ranked guys. And as he does yeah, that, okay. he'll move up in the rankings. Now that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Dagon. You lambasted us for our Andrew Ramirez ranking some time ago. Well, now I said you should move him up. Yeah. Okay. So, uh oh, what happened with Andrew Ramirez? Nothing's I, happened yet. He's got his opportunity against Bulu Allen this weekend. So, okay. if he beats him, then maybe it'll be a little bit of validation. But I'll tell you one thing, Ben Funky Askren, Bulu Allen beat him up pretty good last year. So we will see where he's at. What if he's made the improvements you believe he's made? I believe he's always been excellent in freestyle, and this fall just confirmed okay. that he's still excellent. So big test for um, Alirez. It's boo versus boo. Boo versus boo. Yeah. Boo. Damn. Uh, one forty nine is deep. I just looked those rings. You do have Alirez too low, of course, naturally. Uh, one forty nine's got a lot of good wrestlers in it. Jeez Louise. Will you apologize? Do if you he know loses? that like freestyle rankings don't. 
The free throw results don't count towards the collegiate Bro, rankings, he beat right? Joey McKenna. He, he beat Joey McKenna. Okay. okay. He beat Joey free, McKenna. I know, in freestyle. in freestyle. He took him down multiple times. It's yeah, different. It's different. It happened. Then he was he beat Nick Lee. Okay, he beat how Nick do, Lee. How do you explain? Well, no, that's you, my point. Okay, that's like, he beat. No, that was the lace. That was the lace, though. That was the lace. That was a multiple. Thing. He took him down and laced him. One exchange. So he beat he beats Nick Lee. I think he took a match from Dom Demas. He beats Joey McKenna. Whoever else he beat at senior nationals, and he loses twice to Jared D Dagan. In folk style, Dagan, he's a good folk styler. That's, okay, the okay, that's the point. That's the difference. Like, it's folk okay, style Nick, wrestling. Nick Renan. Nick okay, Renan. Nick Renan. Nick Renan. Nick Renan made Hold final X. Oh, and two at NCAA's. New Nick Renan. Yeah, that's, that's a good argument. It's just uh, it's not the let's same. Let's take a bet. I will bet you Andrew Lair's finished higher than twentieth. No, no, that's kidding. not the deal. Oh, wait, <laughs> yeah, because we both. But that's the thing. That's you don't the get thing. it. I was talking to someone last night on Twitter about another ranking we can get to in a second if you want, and I said that I think Sam Latona. Uh, despite the fact that we haven't ranked 12th, we'll be on the podium at 125 this year. Yeah. And they said, okay, right. well, if you believe that, why is he not ranked there? Because these are not predictions. These are not my guesses. This is just res rankings based on results and what has happened. If you want predictions, I, I mean, like, we, we could we probably put predictions, predictions like together for you. To me. Sounds like excuses. Ben, it you sounds silly. It's you, how we've done it since Christian started doing uh, the rankings on this site, and we're yeah. not going to change anything about it. Yeah. Ooh, rankings are okay. not predictions. Predictions are predictions. Got it. Got ben, it. Okay. you should be – listen, common fans, home, Virginia Tech homers, fan, Penn State homers, whatever, your Iowa homers, we get your rankings – quibbles I mean, ben you're supposed to be an intellectual you're supposed to be above the fray <laughs> you're on here because of your your mind you got you got to uh, be better here i'm not saying put him up to like six i'm saying for well, a put him up 20 you throw keegan o'toole in there like 23 just so you don't look ridiculous um and then we're all but good we don't look ridiculous because you just throwing keegan when he has or when he has no you. wins over guys that have gone out and beaten ranked dudes mm -hmm. for two, three seasons he's and this season. Everyone, that looks Decking ridiculous. Who? Decking who? I don't know, bum, bums, I guess. Okay. That's my point. Uh, people are wanting to yell us about AJ Ferrari. Four of the or two of the four guys uh -oh, he's wrestled you have rank? losing records in college. So we're supposed to reward him for that? Where do you guys got him? Where do you we guys got him? We don't have him ranked. He's not don't have him ranked. Oh, hell, guys. Oh, my goodness gracious. You don't put the it. man on the board somewhere. Put him on the board. He'll somewhere. get his chance. You put this yourself weekend. on the board. Yes. We don't put you on the board. You gotta earn it. Earn not given. Might have been there at like twenty four. Make him earn his way up. No. Who's he got no. this weekend? Who's the has got? And you know what, Ben? You know what else? What? It's more important now than ever that these rankings be tight and based in division one results, not in the hopes. Because listen, these coach the coaches ranking is a part of the seating and the qualifications criteria formula and all the coaches do is look at rankings and then you know they do their own little yeah. work but the rankings are a big starting point and ours are obviously the the biggest and most recognized so we got to do it right and aj ferrari and keegan o'toole and all these amazing wrestlers boo aliras they just all they have to do is beat the ranked guys in front of them that's all aliras had to do last year and he didn't do it so it's, it's on not, him. And like, I love the people just think that like we have this bias or like 
I, or, you guys are or still like, biased. Or like against them, and it's like, no, we're literally just looking at the results. I don't, I don't know. Like, just win. Yeah. Wait. Shut it. Like, you. There's an easy way to fix this, and it's just win. Yeah. Win, 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 win. All right. The, the other ranking, if you want to talk about it, let's go. Is at 125, which outside of Spencer Lee is a crapshoot. It's a mess. It's a total mess. Oh, yeah. Get the broom. Um, Get a mop. We have Jacob Camacho ranked second, and it's not really based on anything that he's done. I guess it kind of is. But at the end of last year, he beat Jack Mueller to win the ACC championship. And so when he did that, he moved ahead of Mueller because did, did you know the past two seasons, the only two wrestlers to beat Jack Mueller, Spencer Lee in the NCAA Finals mm-hmm. and Jacob Camacho. That's yeah, it. He that's was undefeated when he went into the NCAA Finals against Spencer and then was undefeated until the ACC Finals. Um, so he went ahead of Mueller. And then uh, a few seniors came out of the rankings, and he starts the year fifth. Okay? Well, then the Ivy League cancels. Well, there goes Pat Glory and Vito Arujao, who are ranked ahead of him. Then he's third. Then he's third. Rayvon Foley loses to Mitch McKee. So he moves back. So Jacob Camacho moves to two. I don't, like, peop, I, I think most services probably have uh, Schroeder, too. Well, he lost to Mueller, who Camacho has a win over. Um, so, yeah. I guess. a mess. It's 25 is a mess. And I know a lot of people were just mad because uh, Latona did beat Camacho at Scuffle, Scuffle last year. Um, but other than that, he really doesn't have much on his resume. And I don't know. Everyone has him between 10 and 12. And all like the guys ranked like 9 to 2 have a lot of relevant wins, like really deep resumes. And Latona just hasn't had a lot of those matches yet. And he's going to get them. Yeah. Uh, they're coming. Like it's, it, just it's a weird season, and he's a freshman that wrestled like twenty matches last year as redshirt, which is good. But it's just not a lot of resume to look at there. Yeah, I mean we we said he's a potential NCAA finalist yes. like weeks ago. Look at um, the look at the field. And honestly, you know, Tech fans, he's got a five three over Zurich Storm and a three two over Killian Cardinale. Like he's not. And he lost a Storm last year. Yeah, he's not. He's not. You know. Keegan O'Tooling people. He's he's winning. He's winning matches against solid guys. But Zurich Storm WrestleStats got him 54th. And they got Cardinal 48th. So he's these aren't the the top eight ish guys. So just it'll happen. He'll get there. Um, let it never be said we're not uh, that we have anything against the Hokies or Sam Latona. No, gosh, you, you guys mean, hate the Hokies. We're this is a this is a hokey podcast. <laughs> this is about as like favorable a hokey podcast yeah. you can get. You're you're not gonna get more of a, a hokey hokey bias uh, than from Bracky, who's boys with Jared Hot and and me, just Virginia, Virginia native. Virginia's native son. Um anyway. I don't know. It, it, we do this every year and I feel like there's one show every year where we just kinda yeah. like explain rankings to people. Which uh, that gets me too is like we I, I had like two or three people hit me up about Luffman yesterday and like can you explain to me why he didn't move above Hilger even though he beat him? It's like well I did explain it right above the rankings. Um, <laughs> they don't even read they just look at it. No like, they just look I need at the an rankings. Explanation for this. Um, 
It's it's frustrating because we're the only ones that put explanations with our rankings. Everyone else, you just look at the rankings and you have to guess why guys moved where. You have to guess why Eric Schultz is behind Jacob Warner despite losing, <laughs> despite losing, uh, despite Warner losing to him, and then Getting Schultz out outplays him, him in Big, Big Tens. Tens. Yeah, you don't have to assume what what Tracker and Intermat and them were doing. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, Luffman. Luffman. Yeah, Luffman. Uh, man, he he goes from unranked into the top ten, but when you look at Hilger, he only lost to the top four last year: Stencil, Cassiope, Paris, and Gable. Gable. And had a win over Luffman last year. Like, it's just the loss to Luffman isn't enough to bring him down behind some of these guys that he has much better resumes. Yeah. So you can't just you can't completely overreact. You react to Luffman because he had a great win. He goes from unranked to top ten-ish guy, but you don't completely crush Hilger for all the great wrestling he's exactly. done in his career. So, okay. Um, why don't we go to some questions before we um, before we depart? Um, I don't. I feel like this is a Ben Askren reference, so I'm just gonna ask this question: Uh-oh. When's the last time you climbed a mountain wearing your living room slippers? Um, are you climbing? Are you sending mountains in slippers, Ben? Uh, I have my slippers on. I have my slippers on. Oh yeah, I did. I did. We went on a hike Friday morning or Saturday morning with all of our no Sunday morning with our team, and uh, I had slippers on. Oh my gosh! It wasn't a hard trail. It's not like you were hiking the mountain. There was that freaking trail. But why not sneakers? Why not wear tennis shoes? Because my slippers are more comfortable. But not. But certainly not over the course of a hike. They don't have the support. Yeah, I walked. What do you mean? I don't need support. I'm a caveman. What? Literally, you just had a hip replacement, caveman. They didn't have that surgery. You know what? You know what happens to a oh, caveman? Well, thank God, thank God, I didn't live in the caveman days because I wouldn't get a hip replacement and my back would still hurt. You would have been eaten by a dinosaur years ago when you're hobbling you're right, around. I would have a dinosaur. No, you would you would have been you would have been devoured certainly. Um, <laughs> if Keegan O'Toole makes the finals, will Coach Smith let Ben sit in his corner? I don't think that's legal. I don't think that's legal. <laughs> but you know what they do? You know the NCAA's. You watch the ESPN broadcast, and like they'll sit, like you'll see, like Jody Stripmatter and and uh, uh, Larry Lee and his family there watching them win, and you'll see the parents. So maybe you'll get that primetime seat. Then. Yeah, maybe that'd be great. Yeah, be great. Never I guess know. he has to make well, the finals I mean, actually, first. There won't be. I mean, I'll be there because I'm I'm going to be working in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, uh, at the NCAs, but there's probably not going to be a crowd, is there? I, I think Brian know. Smith was saying maybe twenty percent. He was saying, and oh then the, I know, uh, yeah. So may, maybe there will be. I'm not. That's sure. That's basically just going to be like parents and like the rich boosters. That's all it's going to be. If it's only twenty percent, twenty percent of twenty thousand. That is not a lot of people. It's going to be super limited. Um, I yeah. guess we'll get to go. I haven't seen anything about media credentials at this point. Um, uh oh, you getting nervous? No, not at all. Hmm. Okay, can we get Ben to do a completely unbiased Missouri versus Iowa whiteboard war? Well, he will be completely biased. Yes, I will. But maybe we could do that. over Marinelli. Oh my gosh, that match would be fire. There's like complete (laughs) opposite. Marinelli would probably just beat him up at this point, but Keegan's got. I don't know. Keegan's pretty tough to beat up. He's tough. Is is he can? Yeah, that's the question. Keegan, because he's, he's really, really difficult to take down because he has so many weapons. Uh, yeah. He's very flexible. He he 
he will get stronger, but he is kind of strong despite what he looks like. Okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't look strong at all, and he's stronger than not looking strong at all. Right. I mean, he's not like the strongest guy, and he'll get stronger, but he is still pretty strong. Um, he, he's tough to take down. That's big. And, you know, a, a coach hit me up, a D1 coach, about Keegan. He's like, this kid is so good. He's good from everywhere. And he posed this question. He's like, how do you game plan for this guy? How do you game plan for Keegan? Well, because, like, the whole point is try to be so good you can't game plan. Well, right. That's the point. But there's yeah. there's many great wrestlers. You can say, all right, well, basically, if you do these couple things, maybe this would happen. Yeah. right? But with Keegan, uh -huh. like, he's so good in so many areas. It's like, well, what's the thing yeah. you take away? It's really tough to do. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I know exactly what I would do if I was wrestling him right now, but then uh, not me. Like if I had a guy wrestling him, but I'm not going to talk about it. Cause I don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Dag on it. Um, what are the advantages of repishage? And would you rather American tournament style? The advantage yeah, of repishage so is, is time. It takes less time. That's to do the a only tournament. advantage. That's the only advantage, which the, is not good. There's two advantages. And one of them is a debatable advantage. The one advantage that's undeniable is time. The second one is as a result of who gets pulled in, you will get more random medalists from random countries. That but that's is, not a good advantage. That's that's a that's a negative, not an advantage. It looks good to not. It's not good, right? We don't think that's an advantage, but like, it looks good it, for wrestling on an international stage that we've got. It's not just. Russia, America, Iran, Georgia are the podium for all four weights. It's like, ooh, Venezuela had a guy in the top five, or this this nation. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan got a lot. That is something that the <laughs> why did that happen? I don't know. That is something that the the uh, you know international wrestling community IOC I think like they think that's cool. So if they think that's cool, yeah. that is an advantage that someone believes. But other than that, Julian Schmolinski, I do not see a ton of advantages um and i would rather american tournament style but i yeah. accept the the uh the decision i really i really do hope at some point in time um uh, i a man could dream christian that they have some type of reasonable type tournament series slash season with the uww they have tournaments like a minimum number you have to attend to then be at the world championships maybe like two or three and then we actually some at some point get seated brackets, uh, which actually have good seating because we've seen all the same people in the same brackets two or three times um, over the course of the season. Uh, I know it's not likely to happen, but a man can dream. Yeah. Another dream? Maybe I don't like this. A thought. What if uh, you could have multiple entries at, at Worlds or something? Ooh, I, I, so I would – what I'm in favor of, I've been pushing this train for around five years, that – if you have the said season that we talked about, um, you are mandated to enter a certain amount, right? Mm -hmm. Like Sedge Live would have to do at least two or something. Maybe it's Continentals and one other yeah, one. Dude. But you could enter more if you want to. And if you're not a representative of your country, they take like the top five other point totals, right? So you mm -hmm. earn points at the, at the series or the season events. And once your team is picked for your country, the top five non-country uh, rep representatives earn a spot in the championships. Yes, I like that idea. That is cool. Okay, from 
Siowa 14. This is not Sion's burner. I know it looks like Sion's burner, but it's not. And I can tell just by how this tweet is written, it is not. Iowa State is the wrestling equivalent to Nebraska football. The bluest of blue bloods that has struggled mightily for over a decade. Is this the year we turn the corner and push for our 46th trophy finish? A stat, uh, a stat that proves how bad the past decade has been. Um, I don't think this is the year... I, I, I think that podium is so crowded, right? I don't think Iowa State can get in there. I think they can get some All-Americans. I think David Carr is a guy that can win a title. Jared Dagan is, is a guy that's going to be in the mix to place high. Losing Gomez really hurts, mm -hmm. right? You just can't. There's one of them, right? And you don't just have those uh, uh, Austin Gomez waiting in the wings. I think they're going to be good at 33, but compared to Gomez, you're, you're, they're not going to be. So they're going to have a really good team this year. They're going to push a lot of teams in duels for sure. But I don't think this is a year for a trophy. But I, I think mean, he was too mean to himself there. Uh, Nebraska struggles to win like four or five games right now. Yeah. And Iowa, Dresser has uh, Iowa State as like a top they're, 10. They're super relevant. Yeah. Yeah, you're being too mean to yourself. Yeah. But they have, they're, dude, but there were some rough years. Like Dresser's first hey, Nebraska, year. Nebraska is that bad at football, though? Yeah. Well, since they fired really? Pelini, I feel like they won 10, year, 10 games almost every year with Pelini, and now they're terrible. No, it was like eight years. Or eight games a year, sorry. Eight games. Wow. Okay. It started when they fired Solich. Yes. For winning nine games a year. That's right. Well, no, I'm acting like mm -hmm. I know. I have no idea what – I don't know who Solich is. Frank um, Solich. Yes, Frank. <laughs> Frank, Ben. Oh, Frank Solich. He's now, I don't know he's now the head coach at Ohio University. Oh, Okay. Um, oh, he was Tom Osborne's like head man. He took over after Tom Osborne. Oh, and they won like nine, ten games a year, but they didn't win a national title like Osborne did. So they were like, "You got to go. We win national titles here." And then they've just been very average. They're since. like, "No, we actually don't anymore." They're four and eight this year. No, Wait, they were no. three and five this year. Three and five. I'm going back through the years right now. Four and eight. Yeah. Okay. So they stunk. So yes, yeah, Iowa State. You're not as bad. I think it's a fair comparison, but you're you're doing better than Nebraska football. According to Stephen Kyle Brackey, the, I mean the first year addresser wasn't great, and the last couple of years of KJ weren't great. But I just mean like now, and the trajectory you're on is much better than Nebraska football right now. Yes, yeah, you're there's you're going the right way. Um, Connor, for real, for real, says let's have Ben return with a match against an older UFC hero. He took his JB match. Now it's time for one in his favor. Say GSP and freestyle or Hendricks in any style. What say you? I would love. I'd love to wrestle. Hendrix. I'd love to wrestle Hendricks again. He's um, so big. Although I, you're you're not small. So. How much How much does he weigh? He's got to be two twenty, two thirty. You think so? I mean, I haven't I haven't seen him in year. I I can't tell you the last time I saw a picture of Johnny Hendricks. Um, that guy loves bones. He's probably uh, working on building a, a chair out of pizza boxes right now. This man built built a chair. <laughs> have, out you of ever, have you ever heard that story, Ben? <laughs> No, what are you talking His about? His dream was in, in college to build a chair of pizza, of Little Caesars pizza boxes and make a chair out of there's it. An hilarious there's a, there's a hilarious YouTube video of him talking about uh, Mark Branch catching him at McDonald's one day. And then, okay. then he goes on to tell another story about how Coach Smith, he found out Coach Smith was coming over to his house to do like a surprise visit. Like, see how uh -huh. he was living and everything. And he's like, and I'd been saving 
all these Little Caesars pizza boxes because I was going to build a chair out of them. <laughs> and he's like, he's like you built a chair. <laughs> I don't know. There's a way. And he pull it up, Tyler. There's a way. There's like pictures. He, uh, not a way. he had there's to destroy. He had to destroy all the boxes because Coach Smith was coming over. Because he like admits Burned he's like it, I just lived. Right? He's like I just lived on Little Caesars pizzas and uh, like the cheesy bread. Yeah, he talked about the five five dollars. Oh, um, yeah, I, I feel like I've seen. Yeah, here it is. I've I've got one. I've got a pizza box chair. I found I found a picture. I'm putting it in Slack for you. It's Tyler. cardboard. How would it work? It works because it works. Hold on, Tyler. Put that picture. Sure. Pull it up. Up on the screen. Yeah, he's gonna put it on the I'm screen. So You're gonna end up building one. Uh, just keep it indoors. I think it would, you know, uh, <laughs> it would break down if it was outside. Don't take it up to the fire. Look at this dude. What a cool guy. This guy's so cool. Wait till you see this picture. Are we getting it up on the screen? I haven't yeah, seen this we're yet. getting it up on the screen. It Come takes on. a second. Jeez. It takes a second. Oh, I heard a hell. I heard hella Oklahoma State stories because I had to, I rode to Tennessee and back with uh with Tristan Moran. Oh yeah. Um, me and Max and him and uh, he told he told a lot of stories. Okay. Well, I look forward to hearing them. I off the call. <laughs> oh my god this guy's got a domino's pizza box chair yeah look at this um all right he's about to pull it check it out look at this oh guy my god. what a cool guy you know you walk into that dorm room <laughs> and you're like this dude is the Johnny man was gonna build this gonna... he wanted to build but something like that like yeah. old, it would think like old pizza <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what that's probably a plus in uh in his eyes ben i'm gonna oh, link god. you this video it's really funny oh. it's funny Johnny has a good attitude about it. But yeah, John Smith gave the McDonald's staff a picture of Johnny and said, do not serve this guy if he comes no. here. Yes. It was like, if you see this man, call me. And he said that he went up and placed, <laughs> a, he went up and placed an order and he's sitting there waiting on it. And all of a sudden, Coach Branch appears behind him. He's like, what are you no. doing, Johnny? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is a classic uh, story. It's a classic. Oh, my God. Um, Did it really happen? It really, it really happened. Okay, That's here's a, almost almost as much of an onion article as uh, Wade Shales's uh, story earlier. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, ben, this is from Nikki Freestyle. Uh, who do you think is the best scrambler in the NCA, and do you think they can out scramble you? Well, we know that part. Hmm. Um. Are we talking ever or currently? Current. Uh, probably Yanni. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Well, who's uh, second? I know what you want me to say. No, no, I do not. I'm not trying to get you oh, to say okay. anything, anyone. Um, hmm. Uh, I always hate these ones. You know, I, I don't. Lots of them don't look ahead at the questions. I have to go through the rings because I don't want to. I hate when I like say someone and I'm like, oh shoot, what about that person or uh, whatever. So okay. you know what? I will. Uh, I will have my answer tomorrow morning. I will pick a couple that are, that are currently wrestling this year. So uh, Ivy Leagues would be excluded from the contest yeah so we you can't say ben darmstadt but we would uh, he's wrestling a match did you see this it's the battle of the assassins him versus chandler rogers yes did you see that i saw that that'll be a mess yeah and tristan moran loves chandler rogers loves him so much and um i'm thinking i can't tell you my idea it's to take too long but anyways he thinks chandler rogers <laughs> In me and I'm like, dude, you're high. He's like, yeah, but he's 220 now, and so Chandler Rogers might have the size advantage on Ben Darmstadt because according to Tristan Moran, Chandler Rogers is 220. Uh, that is true. He's 
he tr Chandler is Chandler is really big right now. I do not think he would pin you, Ben. Maybe in your he's two twenty. He's not gonna pin me. That's impossible. I don't get pinned. <laughs> When's the last time you were pinned? Oh, this is embarrassing. This Love is it. I had it was at the I tell truth in this. Two thousand three World Team Trials, effing half Papalizio headlocked me when I was eighteen. Oh, <laughs> so embarrassing. Pop got you. Pop got me the headlock. Yeah, lefty or, or conventional? Yeah, he did a lefty headlock, I believe. Oof. Yes, he got me. It was it was it was embarrassing. I did not score a point in the tournament. I got headlocked by Pat Pop, and I got beat six uh, zero by Randy Pugh of Northern Iowa. So. The 2003. I mean, I was happy to qualify at that point in time because I was only 18, but it was not. It was. Uh, it was rough for me. Nice. All right. Well, that's that. You're right. That is a great story. Um, sorry that happened, but it's, it's all smiles now. <laughs> hey, so why don't we? Why don't we get the heck out of here? I got a couple things before oh, we go. Go. I got oh. one more nugget from this Wade Charles thing. Okay. Good. Oh um, Jesus. <laughs> he says. We should demand that every press release that's sent to Intermat win amateur wrestling news, track wrestling, and the like include the number of fan in attendance or the event won't receive coverage. Wow. Ultimatum time. <laughs> Look, Cinda. I love that I love that he didn't include floor wrestling because he knows we don't post like press releases like ever. Yeah. yeah. Does does he have any idea whatsoever that some fans uh, some schools won't allow fans in attendance? Does he even mention that? He, he doesn't. He does not. He alludes to the fact that, like, I know there's a pandemic going on, yeah. but guys, let's get it together. Um, but yeah, it's time uh, to lay down the ultimatum. I guess it's like he you, also uh, here's his idea. Every athletic director in America who has a wrestling program should sit down with their head coach and inform them that starting next season, their salary will be twenty five thousand dollars plus. 50% of all ticket sales up to a maximum of $500,000. So a lot of upside <laughs> if you can hustle. He's like, listen, low low salary, a lot of upside. And then he says, that'll get things turned around in a hurry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. This is – it's all – time. but now it's, fi it's finally for sure. Because there was – this for years we were like – is he serious? Is it now we know <laughs> he is a next level comedic genius. This is all fine. He, he, he got us. He got us. He got us for years, but now we know this one was oh. too far. You stretched it too far, Wade. Um, and then, uh, the other thing that I had was, I don't know if you guys saw this, but, um, the attorney, the legal team for Tiger King, really thought Joe Exotic was going to get pardoned oh, last boy. night. I hope they weren't banking and on that. And they, oh, they were. They had a big old stretch limo ready, <laughs> ready to pick him up from jail. No. Yeah, check this bad boy out. That was oh, real. No. Oh, this was a joke. Heavenonwheels.com. No, this is real. It was hanging out outside the uh, the attorney's office. Stop. They oh. were they were ready. That is hilarious. Wow. And it did, it did not. It did not come. He did not get pardoned. He well, did not. Looks like, looks like you still have to go to jail for attempting to murder someone here in America. These allegedly, days. <laughs> allegedly, Christian. Allegedly, he only he only <laughs> murdered an effigy of Carol Baskin every day for like twelve years. Uh, what? Well, that's that's cer certainly that is not uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. Okay. Um, it's 9.45. I know that beyond a reasonable doubt. So we're going to get the heck out of here. We're going to go eat tacos. Ben is not. I'm sorry, Ben. I'm You're not. not here. Move. Start AWA Austin and we'd be in a, a lot better shape. So, hey, 
Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to Steve. Thanks especially to you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow on Thursday. Lots to talk about. Thanks so much. See ya.